to And here's Modi. Hi, everybody. So good to be back in the studio. And our guest today is Kosha Dills. We also have, of course, Periel. Hi. Um, and uh, good, good to see you. I mean, What's we, going we've, on? we've met before. We've met before. Yeah. You, just so people know who you are, you are a, a rapper. Yes. That's the, the word that defines you. You are a Jewish rapper. You have a very similar history to me and a few things we'll talk about. But you've been on Billboard Magazine, LA Magazine. You are doing this thing this week called Bald Fest. Yeah, Bald Fest. And it's getting crazy amounts of... Uh, New York Post, Late Night with uh, Stephen. What's his name? Stephen Colbert. Colbert yeah. Stephen Colbert, um, in The Independent, Times of London. Um, Lad Bible just did a huge post, like 11 million followers. Just slot. So it's a lot. It's a lot of press. I never. Got it's amazing. You know, I always look for for similarities I have with whoever's on, and we we have a lot of similarities. Cool. First of all, one thing you have a new album out. Yeah, nobody cares except you. Nobody cares. By the way, comedians, <laughs> comedians, when they talk to each other, yeah, comedians when they talk to each other, uh-huh. and we're bl- we're harsh. We're harsh with each other. Yeah. And if someone says, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm working Philly this week. We are, nobody cares. <laughs> right. Nobody cares is one of the, the first thing comedians <laughs> say to each other. How's it going? How's your set? Oh, it was a great set. Nobody cares. It's funny. I have a song called Nobody Cares. The album was originally titled Nobody Cares, but then I wanted to do a Kickstarter for it. And then I'm like, no, well, you're not going to raise money if you keep sending it to people that says Nobody Cares album. Call it Nobody Cares Except You. So they feel like, really, I care? Yeah, I will give you money for it. You know, we raised, you know, 20 grand to put it together. But just the power of two words. Yes. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Dot, dot, so... dot, except you. Oh, except I mean, you. you don't care about me. But now after the podcast, you might listen no, to it once. No, but you do care. Like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> no, but <laughs> you comedians know? love each other. Artists yeah. love each other. But you want to show that you're blatant with them. You're like, yes. I'm not, I'm not like, you I'm know. I'm not coming to your show. No, I'm not, I'm not coming <laughs> to your show. It's like, I'm, uh, it's just nobody cares. But, you know. It's, but we do care. We do care. Of course um, you do. If anyone cares, you care the most. Yeah. Seriously. So, like, you also have Israeli parents. Yes. So, you, tell me, they were born in Israel? My dad was born in Romania and then moved there, like, uh, okay. Transylvania uh, when he was 13, 14. And, um, and my mom was born there right before it became Israel in February of 48. And then, uh, yeah, my brothers were born there, and then I was born in uh, the New Jerusalem, New Jersey. New Jersey, <laughs> yes. okay. So we, so I was, my, my, I was born in Israel, and we, we, we moved here. But the experience mm-hmm. of growing up with Israeli parents, yeah, it's a trip. It's very much a trip because you're with your friends, and you come home, and it's a different world, you know. Yeah, it's different, and also. Israeli parents are different than American Jewish parents, and uh, like we don't have Israeli parents don't have the need to like live in a Jewish community. They're like we're Israeli, you know. They just right. like we're the the traditional, you yeah. know. Even though you don't keep Shabbat, you say Shabbat Shalom. Exactly. You know, it's uh, we everything's in Hebrew in the house. Every, mm-hmm. So it's like you you have it there. Yeah, it was it's hot, and I grew up in the five towns. You grew up in Jersey, in yeah, New Edison. Jer- Edison, New, New Jersey. Jersey, okay. There was a north side, which is like a little bit more affluent. I feel like, you know, a lot of Italians and Jews. And then there was a the south side, which is just really diverse. Pakistani, Indian, white trash, and us, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what I feel. South Edison, yeah, and that was it, you know. And um, I just again, I always look for the similarities. You were, and this is like probably going to, you were in a game, uh, a game 
like video, game. video games. Yeah, NBA 2K. NBA 2K. And, uh, uh, I'm a celebrity rapper in there. So you know what? I, I did Grand Theft Auto. You're in Grand Theft Auto? And uh, oh, it's God, I, I played, like I played Isaac. I played this Hasidic guy. <laughs> it was a stretch. I played a Hasidic guy that stole money. It was a big stretch for me. I had to get into character. But... Um, but what a better character to play than the Hasidic guys stealing money in Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. It was um I would be honored if I did that, you know. It was it was fun. I didn't realize how big it was when I was doing it. So I could take I, a selfie with you when I play the game next. They they, they I, people still send, you know, fan mail and stuff. They they want to have all the characters and a picture of all the characters mm -hmm. that were on it. And um Which one was that? Like the first one, second one? I mean, it was like, I was in 2 or 3. Because they kept calling me back for voiceovers for stuff. We, we did this, you know, you get dressed in this uniform with little balls all over you that glow. And then you run around in this, in this like, gymnasium and mm. doing things. And then the camera catches you and puts you on. It was, it was, it was incredible. Insane. If you get to, like, bring your friend to work day, like, that's the one I want to go with you. Don't, don't invite to me work. to your sinner gigs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to go to Grand Theft Auto. Uh, mine, they took, I think, seven pictures around my head. And they said, which one do you want to be? And I'm like, well, I want to be 5'8". There was a bunch of rappers, and um, I won like a rap battle, Hot 97, Summer Jam. And then I tried to enter my song to be the song that they had in the game. So I took okay. like second place or third place. So they're like, listen, you didn't get your song in, but how about we make you a character? And I was passing out flyers at South by Southwest in Austin. I met the marketing guy from 2K, this dude Ryan, who I don't, I don't know where he is today. But he made me character. And then I said, well, I want to be... You know, they, you pick your attributes of like what you want. And I'm like, I want to be the Jewish people. Um, and I was like, it was like Jordan Farmer and Omri Caspi. And the guy's like, well, not, they're not like the highest attributes in the game. And then people were messaging me like, Kosha Dills, you suck. Like, you're like the worst <laughs> player in the thing. But uh, yeah, that was it, you know. I was the Jew, and then I always tell that when I do like the inspirational Jewish stories. I'm like, even when it came to NBA 2K, I never faltered and I chose the Jewish path. While all the other artists picked, you know, LeBron James, making me like LeBron James, you know. Did so. you have, so you, you you talk about like that you 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 have a Jewish following, you have a huge Jewish. You're a Jewish rapper. Yeah. You're a rapper, and you happen to be Jewish. Yeah. So it makes you a Jewish rapper. Yes, not a rapper who's Jewish. Right. So I I'm a Jewish comedian. Yeah. I'm not a comedian who is Jewish. Mm. My, my, I, you know, I mean, that's a, <laughs> Talk big, about it's it. a big difference. And that, <laughs> Throw it out but you have to, but you have to embrace it. Did you, you at one point, look, we're not like all on that. No, I was, uh, when I first came out, <clears throat> name Kosha Dills is a sec, it's a sexual reference. I got it when I was 17, I'm 40. So my buddy's name was Yak Balls. <laughs> so I was Kosher Dill. And we were, you know what I'm saying? Like in my mind, like this That's was a great, so and also funny. it's a Jewish thing. I remember being in a supermarket. I'm like, oh, I'll pick this name, Kosher Dill. This is perfect. And then I went to my first battle. This is like 99 in New York and Poets Cafe. And they're like, oh, Kosher Dill pickles. And I was like, this is not the look. <laughs> um, so a lot of artists were like, there was MF Doom, Pack FM. Everyone was doing the two letters. So I was KD, Kosher right. Dill, Flow, KD Flow. So I was that for about five years. And then... After I got like locked up and I was, I was getting sober and I was still rapping, the first music I put out, I'm talking like KD on the track, but I changed it to Kosha with an A and deals with the Z. Right. And my record label, which is still my PayPal because everyone sent me money, <laughs> uh, it's Matzah for Your Mouth Records. Matzah <laughs> for Your Mouth Records. And it's a picture of a matzah ball eating another matzah ball, eating matzah. It's like... Uh, that's great. That's great. Your merch is amazing, <clears throat> by yeah. the way. Thank you. you Your know. merch is definitely amazing. You know, wow. the cool thing about merch is that you don't have to be 
I could have better merch than you. I don't have to be funnier than you, but I got better merch than you. You know what I'm saying? Could be yeah. the worst comedian, the best merch. Just think about that. So it's a way to like level up if you're just clever, but you can't deliver it. You could always have great merch. This is just a thing in life, you know. You could always have great merch. And it's incredible what what people see as great merch. I I we also do characters. Yes. So um, uh, <laughs> that's new for me. You're an OG with the characters. But... Not OG. I'm not OG. I'm uh, during the pandemic. Uh-huh. We're locked at home, and I started doing these two characters, Yoeli and um, and Nier, and um, <laughs> and I was just at, at we we made made T-shirts. They weren't going that well. We made uh-huh. uh, w- w- the mugs. People just love the mugs. People like mugs, right? I never made coffee mugs yet, but yeah, it's it's, such they, a... it's first of all, it's it's a it's a good price range. They buy it and they have it on their table. People and they send you a picture of them having their coffee with it. Oh, that's it's cute. amazing. Mugs oh. are mugs for my audience. It might not be your audience. They might not be coffee drinkers. I don't know what, but no, no yeah, no. I should make some. I mean, I should make some mugs. Yeah, and you said like you briefly when I was locked up. Yeah, so just in case my audience doesn't know your past, what does it locked up means or like in jail? I was, I'd say, I mean, I grew up as a wrestler, so we didn't come from like some Jewish camps. I never did any of these BBYOs, none of that stuff. No offense to, any, you know, what I mean, I just never did any of this Jewish stuff. Right. This is new. I went. I was. I was a wrestler, and I was at, in college, Rutgers, and like I kind of came from. The sports, people are just intense. Like we had like dropped eight pounds in a day, 10 pounds in a day. We're very addictive personalities. Right. You got to make weight. You're vomiting. You know, like all that, you know, like stuff that would be considered bulimia, you know, and then switched us to drugs um, and selling drugs. And then I got arrested 18, 20, 21, and then spent 21st birthday in jail. And then like got sober 22, turning 23 last time in 2004. And... um you know, in that time when I was like in a in a rehab, and that's when sort of the kosher dills thing was born, and then I started identifying as kosher dills, um, and that was just that was just for many years of my life, I would say. So, h- how many years are you sober now? Seventeen. Wow! Congratulations. Thank you. Thank much hatslacha, much success with that. I agree. I need yeah. it. I really, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it it it's it's really hard to talk about because you're like, yeah, I know, I like. Doing a, I used to sell cemetery plots door to door and like cocaine to like same people like and then I like uh, you know it's like kind of stealing a car if like you just drive it and just like never return it but you just parked somewhere else you know I was like thinking like does this count as an armed robber like if you didn't get caught and all these things they're like we want you to tell us your story but don't tell all of the story you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's scary tell whatever away. you want to tell no this but that's how it's very yeah. who says that though who tells when you when when like people because you know I, I tell my personal story yeah. you know especially a lot in the Jewish spaces about addiction but like that's what I come from is that I come from you know guns drugs and and things like that and you know it wasn't too many guns but it was a couple you know it's, and it's like a little bit of what's too much or less or how much you share of your story because it feels weird because I'm so far removed from it like now, um, you know, I'm, you know. Right. No, but the Jewish, the Jewish world is definitely they embrace that. They don't. Mm-hmm. They, listen, I've done many organizations that help people with addictions, uh, Emunim, yeah. and uh, and uh, and people that were in jail. Um, mm-hmm. The Aleph Institute out in, um, yep. it, yeah, these are ma- Yeah, it's tshuva. You're doing repentance. And it's funny because we're in the ten days of repentance now. This yeah. is the Aseret Yemei Tshuva, the ten days Before of tshuva. Yom Kippur. Between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is the days of repentance. You repent for all you've done, and and it's it's. I need to repent. 
Sounds, do you? Like, sounds like we you, all do. I don't. Right now. Yeah, that's it. You're, now you're. Yeah, that's can't you just you know throw you have water or something? That's what they do. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't ever get the holy water, and they throw you know they throw it on you. But do you ever get comments sometimes, or something like Jesus dude is like you know if Modi can you know puts his faith in our Lord, our Christ, Jesus, Savior, do people in your comment section not or messages? I get some. No, I don't get anybody asking me to convert. They're very happy that I stay Jewish. Oh, yeah. No one's <laughs> saying, we, we would like you to join the Catholic religion. Like, we're very happy right where you are. Don't even join. Yeah, don't, don't even, even join. doesn't even You're help good. us if yeah. you convert. <laughs> yeah. But you, but you, so at, at first you weren't so embracive of the Jewish No. Of the Jewish no, audience. No, it's just it's weird. You know, and funny, a Christian guy was like, when I was doing the small time, I just did a couple months, and uh, this guy, Smitty, he's like, Rami, you better... You better, uh, you better fast for Yom Kippur. <laughs> and he was like, always, you know, you would read these things like uh, from the Bible, like the daily bread or like, you know, like daily things just, you know, keep you like, you know, pumped up or whatever. But a lot of it was like New Testament, Old Testament stuff intertwined, stuff they give out in jail. It's called the daily bread. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this guy was just, you know, he was, you know, an ex-heroin addict that was just, you know, from like the country, like a uh, Humble County, which I, I didn't know what Humble County was. Tell me about the trees of Humble County. Yeah. And he was the one who kind of like encouraged me to be more Jewish. And wow. then other people would see all these, um, you would be able to go see like a priest and, and like, you know, a pastor if you wanted to get out of this like block that you, we were in. And I was In like, jail. The yeah, block that you were in jail. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, I demand to see a... Uh, uh, a rabbi or right, as a religious discrimination. <laughs> so that's when I first saw a rabbi. Wow. And wow. Then, wow. And then, first time you saw a rabbi was in jail. Was yeah. it from the Olive Institute? Was no, it? I no, mean, just, I don't know. Some the rabbi, rabbi was there. Yeah, some local rabbi in like Tom's River area. Um, and then... I got arrested well, Tom's, Tom's River, River area is a very religious area. It is? It's a very, I was, got arrested It was there. like definitely a reform. Really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get arrested there too? I, I never got arrested. Uh, he was actually the rabbi arrested. who came to see you. <laughs> uh, really? I've never been arrested, and the guest before you was uh, a deputy inspector of the NYPD. Oh, this right. is, this did he ever so, get arrested? He, they no, never got caught. No, <laughs> no, he never got caught. Um, Wait, so let me just, before I finish the story, um, the guy came in to see me. Oh, and then the next Jews that I met were Modest Yahoo. And like, I was like, that was it. I was like thrusted into the world. So I went from like, that to uh, my buddy Jonah, who was drumming with Modest Yahoo at the time. He's like, I know this guy. And he was another dude who knew me but when I was getting high. And he's like, wow, you're doing really good. You should meet this guy and he'll let you rap with him. And all I wanted to do was rap. I'm like, right. I'm parole, probate. I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. Just stay sober, get my paper signed. And get moving. And, and just start rapping. And on Christmas Day, 2004, B.B. King's, um, December 25th, I was like, dude, I never saw so many Jews in my life. Um, I went with my friend Andy, rest in peace. He just overdosed and passed, and he was like on ecstasy at a Modest Yahoo concert in 2004. And I rapped, and it's still on audio. You could hear this, like on it's like I don't know, like archive.org or something. You could hear like all these old audio tapes of like Fish and Grateful Dead and this Modest Yahoo show. And Modest Yahoo introduced me very Hasidish like, and he's like, "Next up, we have a friend, Kosher Dills." <laughs> and whenever someone introduces Kosher Dills, because it's Kosher with an A and Dills with a Z, no. as Kosher Dills, I like I despise it. It would be like someone calling you Madi, and you're just right. like, "I'll cut you." You know what I'm saying? Like, please don't, because you build your whole life. Yeah. It's just like yes, and it just it like pierces my heart. And I just remember this event and I'm with my one friend from my past life in entering this new world of Jewishness and I'm like, dude, I'm about to hang with 
you know, like a real life version of ish.com, like everywhere, you know, just ish.com is just like a organization <laughs> that helps people become more Jewish when they want to explore that. And then I started doing all that and I was rapping and all the, I was, you know, like, send you to Israel for a hundred dollars, like, ish, you know. Like, <laughs> but let me tell you, when you hit, fun. when you, when you embrace performing for a Jewish audience, they love people it. follow. Other people who aren't Jewish follow. Yeah. They see the connection. I, Jackie Mason, a big uh, Jewish comedian, had a show on Broadway. Mm. It was a Jewish show, mm. but it was packed every night with non-Jews as well. They saw this thing. It's like the it was embrace of of whatever he is, and yeah. And if you, go if for it's it. real, it's real. If it's if real, it's, it's real, real. It's real. And that's a big thing in hip hop. Is like if the hood respects it, then Jewish people respect. It's a really interesting concept of like. Um, you know, when I was like the first time I was on BET and everyone's like, and I'm like, I'm the Jewish guy, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and and it's, and I, I come from the place where people call a white boy, like they don't understand the difference or like, you're just white. And, you know, to even like consistently explain like the differences now with all the nuances as time has gone over from the internet of 2005 to 2008 in my space days to 2011 to 2014 Israel with the war and now you know the new one like I just got posted for bald fest my whole timeline's like free Palestine and I was like because I got posted in the UK and they saw kosher dills and they saw Israel like my flag so just you know and I've seen basically the morphing of the internet of embracing and unembracing and and all its nuances with rap music change because right. once you're around for a long time, and it's probably the same with comedy. It's just like when you you. Well, I I was I was on BET as well. Amazing. BET had this show called Comic View, I think it was called, uh-huh. and they had like a million people on, mm. a million black comedians on, and um, when I say a million, I'm talking forty comedians. They would tape in one shot a year. Wow. They all came down. The, the one I did was in New Orleans. And um, the way it happened was... Or New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Huh. And um, it was... Uh, my manager at the time was managing three black comedians, and he sent their tapes. Back then, it was a VHS tape. Yeah. And he threw mine in as a joke. <laughs> and I was the only one of the four that got, that got taken. <laughs> and, they, and it was because it was so Jewish. It was such a... He sent like a super Jewish tape. Yeah. And, um, and there it, it was. It was me and this other white comedian... And we were the only ones, and it was it, it was it was their tenth anniversary. It was a big thing. Yeah. Um, it was it was a it was incredible. It was incredible. It's a, it was amazing. When I did the BET, I did the BET Cipher um, with RZA from Wu Tang, and I used to show up to all the Wu Tang stuff. But the only cool thing about Wu Tang is is that like if you just show up and like rap for that, like you know, you would think like, oh, you could just go rap for this record guy and he'll give you a record deal. Like right. people in the Jewish world, they'll be like, do you have a record deal? What, what do you do? Do you rap, you know? And in that world, in like 2009, 10, 10 that, that's what I did. And I was with like Old Dirty Bastard Son and RZA and they're like, get on stage. Now they're like, come on tour. And I'm like, oh my God. And then um, this story goes in 2012, probably my biggest year i had like a super bowl commercial i just played a lot of big things you had a song that was a a huge hit on the super bowl yeah yep cellular phone um rizza says hey come show up and almost didn't work and he had a movie coming out called man with the iron fists and i showed up and rapped and then ended up going to the awards ended up battling dmx because dmx was wasted and he started battling me which which is you know rest in peace to him too also died from addiction since we're talking about that um, 
I was there and I went on the red carpet with the yarmulke and I rapped in Hebrew and I was just, I was very much being like, if I'm gonna be the Jewish guy, we're gonna have some Hebrew here. Yeah, gonna, yeah. I don't care if it's just a show. I need to make sure that my presence is like, this is my job and duty. It's I don't need a whatever record. This is like an opportunity that's bigger than any piece of paper or anything. And to me, DMX told me something that was really interesting. He goes, you don't need to tell people you're different. We already know you're diff different. Just be dope. And and I assume that's what BET did with you. If it's yeah. good. And people people don't want like, – I don't want to go to a Jewish event and watch all Jews. I would love it if there was like some non-Jewish guy Abs at the Jewish absolutely. event or whatever. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you don't have to tell them that you're different. They got it. And, yeah, they get and it. And they embrace it. And they yeah, love that they you, love that that you, you own it. it. Exactly. You own it. It's Jews, we're the ones that have problems embracing it. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, yeah. My, my manager at the time was like, you know, you should work on your accent. Don't be so Jewish. And, da, da, da. and then I, I Was go, he Jewish? No. No. Usually was, Jewish people say that. Always, always. Whenever you pitch a show to a, a television uh, studio or something, you know, you go in there with this cute Jewish idea and there's... The, there's people in the in the pitch room who aren't Jewish that love it. Yes. And then there's one guy who's Jewish who goes, I get it because I went to Hebrew school. So I <laughs> kind of understand it. But the rest of America won't get it. You know, he's like, he's he's your enemy at the table. You'd think that the non-Jewish people would be. Big facts. Yep. Stop hating on us, you Jews. You know, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, seriously, seriously, seriously. Um, you know, hey, listen, we can go on about that. But anyways. Well, good. So, yeah. so um, that more. We need more Jewish support in in the in the war room over there. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, when it comes to to bat, people don't think the Jewish ideas. But if you think about it, you and Elon. I mean, you guys have broken through to mainstream pop culture, and that is my goal. It is to be the Jewish representation in pop culture. You know what I'm saying? When people yeah. think it's Hanukkah, it's Tikta, whatever. I'm the guy. Talk about Israel. This is I'm the guy. Talk about anti-Semitism, addiction, and Jewish. I'm the guy. You know. It's funny. I did this show one time. Um, but I don't want to be limited to that. We. I want to do. The, you know, like I, characters. No, you, know, you, you want to. You hit everybody. You want to. You want to make everybody laugh. From everybody happy from your from 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 your music. But they I, all one, deserve one, it. One, one time there was a show, on. Um, it was Oprah Winfrey's network. She. I had done a. Um, I had been on this. Um, on this. Like a like a game show, and mm. the girl who was who was um, who was the talent PA she remembered me, and they were doing this this uh, holiday show, but they had three singers, uh, Patti LaBelle, wow. um, Joan Baez, and the guy that was uh, the winner of American Idol. Um, uh, I don't Clay, know. Clay, Clay, not Clay, Clay Aiken. Uh, 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 Russ, the black, no, big was, black guy. No, he was a. Um, he was. I'm horrible with names. He was a uh, uh, blonde country singer kind of a guy. Anyway, he was the thing at the time. Right. Anyway, and they realized this is a Christmas show, not a holiday show. So she said, "I have an idea. Why don't we have Modi host it?" So I would I was the whole and that made oh, it a holiday show. show. Oh, yeah, the nice. fact that we threw a Jew in there, it became Love a holiday that. show, not a Christmas show. But you take the gig. Yeah, I would have what? Love it. You never know what email you're gonna get. My my holiday show. Funny you said BB Kings, but you know, every Christmas Eve I do a show. Packed. Always sold out. We do two shows because the Jews have nothing to do. Nothing and to we do. did one year. 
BB Kings. Maybe it was that we were Christmas Eve. You were Christmas Day. Maybe we were the day before you. Everyone's fighting for those coveted Jewish spots. Love it, love it. This, <laughs> this year I'll be at City Winery. Oh yeah, uh, I was just there last night for the JNF thing. It was cool. It was fun, huh? It was. It was. It's a beautiful place. It's Gorgeous. Beautiful Everybody place. says that. Everybody says I, it's. So I did nice. a show there at the loft. It was. It was amazing. Yeah. And now, no, but this is cool. the bigger room we're taking for Christmas Eve. It's. Yeah, it's dude. Good. Yeah. I'm I want to be part of it. I'm putting my hand. I'm putting my. Yeah. I need. I'm not booked, basically what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not booked then yet. We'll figure it out. Yeah, right. Tell um, us about Moses with the bars and also about your characters because I don't think we've talked about them on oh, the Yoyali. show yet. Well, that you know, that was my big fanship of you is when I saw you doing Yoyali with James Vanderbeek, um, who is, you know, I, I just, you know, adore that human um, as a fan. And, and, and uh, I started rapping in a tuxedo. I did rapping in tuxedo. Shout out to my boy Blake Banks who told me, he goes, rapping in a tuxedo, it was New Year's. <laughs> Red and white tuxedo and a hat. My hands were, my knuckles were bleeding. I went to the ball drop and the first thing happened was the guy from New York Times who was like the dude who took the main one when the people stormed yeah. the building. Like this dude, Ash Gilbertson, he took a shot of me. And I'm like, wow, I got like this awesome picture from this big New York Times photographer. This is like a good move. Then I was like, I'll keep the, uh, you know, the hat. And, and I just kept going and then I started rapping in the snow. It was my first viral videos. I started rapping in the snow. Um, and then I was like, anytime it snowed, I would just dress up in a tuxedo and get, go out there. Then it was like uh, the presidential election. I got a blue suit. Then I got a, you know, Irish St. Patrick's Day. I got a green suit. And I saw I, you recently in a yellow suit. I was in a yellow suit as well. So the green suit, I got a world star. So I was on 39 and world star. I thought it was a huge accomplishment. Okay. Got world star is the most ratchet thing you could ever be on. It's <laughs> just like, tell people what world star is. World star is if you like see a guy on the train that's like completely wasted off like two bottles of tequila and then fights with his ex-girlfriend and, and the girl punches him. They're like, world star. It's like that stuff. <laughs> it's that also the, the kiddish at every Brooklyn minyan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah in between yeah. the, before the rabbi speaks, they all get trashed. World star. <laughs> uh, world star. <laughs> um, and then... I on Passover I did uh, I got a Moses outfit and we did we did Passover on ice which was really we went to Bryan Park my friend Hilla Dekilla who's also a great rapper amazing and uh, she Dekilla. yeah he, her name is Hila she's also Israeli mm -hmm. <laughs> but I got her a, a Pharaoh outfit and we went ice skating and we're like uh, Passover on ice that's what was the thing <laughs> we tried to do that was a small video but the big one was when i rapped and she was just dancing and it got like about a million views in uh in union square so that went around and it was just moses with the bar so then we released a song about called big matza and it was basically like i love it when you call me big pop but but it was i love it when you call me big matza <laughs> you know that was the, the thing <laughs> and uh um, that just kept going. And then I, I got on this show called Side Talk, which is a big street show. And it has like hundreds of almost a million followers. And it's it's really, really, it's a one minute, you know, man on the street type show. Right. And I did uh, Evangelical Judaism, where this guy it was national, like weed was legalized in New York. And they're like, Moses, give me the okay so I could smoke weed. And I put my hand on this guy's head and he started going into convulsions. <laughs> and that went viral. It was like cover of Reddit. So everyone's like, you're Moses, you're Moses. So but you don't smoke weed anymore. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's that the best. Be, nah, nah, you know, yeah. But, you know, legalize it, whatever. And I'm always down to do some Evangelical Judaism, you know. So Moses has been its own thing. And then I... Played with them at a show. I did a Juggalo Fest. You guys know what the Juggalos are? Like ICP and Twisted. It's like with the guys that paint their faces, like clowns kind of. Do you it's, know what it is? 
You know yeah. what it is. Okay. We, yeah. we, I did like a comic con. It was called Astronomicon, and I performed as Moses with amazing. the bars. Yeah. And then people are like, Moses, Moses. So, I, you know, tonight I'm performing as Bald Moses. I'll do it one song, you know. We'll you see. need to get one of those like trucks from the Chabad people. The, the yeah, mitzvah the mitzvah tanks. But they think they think they're like it's not Purim, and I'm like I, I know. <laughs> no, but it, when when I'm on stage and all of a sudden they start to yell Yoyli or Nir, I'm like I'm performing as Modi. I can't just pop into the. Well, definitely, definitely can't do Yoyli. Could just, you could you do like a set break where like do 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 do? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out of how to like stage check, and then you know I come back on one minute later. And then the near like, oh, character is easy. All I have to do is this: is just pull this out, and I'm near. I have yeah. the gold necklace, and I just who's near? You know, hello, rapping the laws. It's not permitted to sing. It's not really to sing. It's to and go right into that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but to Yoli, you need the full payas and the yeah. hat and the, and the robe and all yoli, that. And um, Yoli, 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 Yoli. And but you should do that on the Christmas show, you know, or Christmas Eve. You need to just and you can have like whatever a guy come out with like a uh, accordion or something and just you know do like. Uh, but he's not hokey like that. It's no, I know, but you have like he's an interlude. You have an interlude. Yorley is not accordion. Yorley is a, is a real live. He's a Hasidic guy that's cool and on top of everything. And sm- even though he speaks. Like he arrived in America circa 1816 from Hungary, yeah. but he's still on top of it. Could you? Could he perform a bris? No, on no. stage. Uh, no, <laughs> what? You Where'd just that come from? You, if you could just get like something for an interlude, that's what I'm thinking. At least because I know that I'm gonna be like, uh, guys, uh, we also got a special bald guest tonight, and uh, everyone starts saying, Moses is coming, Moses is coming, so. Now tonight I'm gonna figure out how to, and then I just throw the robe on. I throw the beard on. I throw the That's thing your thing. On. It's a robe. It's a robe. It's two pieces of robe and then a beard and then the staff. And the staff is like it's broken. Plus, after like, it's like taped together. <laughs> At this point, it's like it's like a, a sad excuse for a staff. But uh, basically, the old thing. And then I split the crowd up. And I said the red, you know, it's like the Red That's Sea. Hysterical. And um, and then everyone says, "We're not like, don't touch Moses's staff. Don't touch Moses's staff. You know, kind of like that." And uh, everyone wants to touch Moses's staff, of course. Where can people see all this? Um, I have a lot of it on my Instagram, mostly. Um, there are some Moses stuff on YouTube as well, but like it, the big thing, the pages that blew me up, or what is this meme page in New York called? What is New York? Okay. Yes, um, that's a, huge. Yeah, they posted they posted today about Bald Fest, which is great. Yeah, it was just, we're like the content creators in New York. We're like rapping on the street. We're doing there's a there's a bunch of us nincompoops. It's like me. There's this guy Buddy the Rat. There's New York Nico. Ra- rapping on the street, you know, you you're throwing it away, but it's a thing. It's a it's you're touching an audience. You're, you're touching an audience, and the idea is for me is like listen, I just played a festival with GEZ, Mega Stallion, Open for Guns and Roses, Run the Jewels, Portugal, The Man, Kesha, every major star of a band, and even at that festival, I street performed, and I made more money on the street than from the. Fe- I made like eight hundred. It wasn't it wasn't Napa, you know, so it was a little yeah. different. <laughs> so it's not uh, New York, but. People judge the street because when you see something on the street, you walk past it and you don't think of it as like people uh, aren't used to it. They don't not the majority of people, and it's not the responsibility to understand what an artist is or artistry. They're, they want to think of the marquee that means you're famous. So the street thing is this. This is I'll explain, I'll explain that to you why yeah. it's in your head. When something is free, 
people think it's worth nothing. Yep, do you understand? So whenever like a charity asks me to, to do an event, it's the kids, it's the dad, you could just do it for free. I no. Yeah. How about you pay me X amount of money and then maybe I'll donate back. But if they're not paying for it, they have no respect for it. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. It's just how life is. You'll, you'll get to an event and because you said, I'll do it for free because it's a great event and you get there and all of a sudden, it's only 50 people, so we didn't get you a microphone. It's only, um, there's no food for you. There's no, they, don't, they don't set it up yeah. like you're a performer. You know, they're forgetting that they're getting a, 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 a many thousand dollar event, you know, here. And so they just don't do that. So, so like I said, when something's free, people think it's worth nothing. My, my buddy said, if you, get, if you do it for free, you get treated like you're free. Yeah. And uh, you know, listen. I think I said it better than your buddy. You did. You did. You did. <laughs> I think I, yeah, you said it better. With, yeah. You said it better. But the it, it, it reigns true. And um, the worst is when you know people um, just to, to to add on to that, and you're like, oh, I got a great thing for you. Just listen to me. And whenever someone talks, I don't listen. You know what I'm saying? It's just like an interesting thing. And in what do you business. mean? People try to give you rap stuff? No, but they're like, oh, you gotta, I gotta give. You know, they're just, you know, you could just tell the schmooze. Once you've traveled around the world, and I'm sure you've you've been everywhere, you've met every single kind of person. So every you're time. like, oh my god, here, this is the guy. This is the guy <laughs> that goes, Molly, listen, I got this thing for you. Listen, you gotta believe me, 100 percent charities for the kids. I'm telling you, this is the. You you need to listen to me to do this, and you're like, yeah. If you don't have my fee, I don't care if the kid is right. literally burning off a bridge and about to No, don't be, don't be me. No, 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 no. But I, yeah, but I do. If you're gonna, if you want me to do it free, the reason the show is called and here's Modi. <laughs> Just so you understand why it's called And Here's Modi. Because I do these charity events. Yes. And I follow a movie that's horrendous. <laughs> You've seen those movies? The kids in in bed it, with diseases. <laughs> they're raising money. Houses <laughs> were burned. Um, and there's a movie about that. The guy, I lost my life. My, my wife was dead. <laughs> and, and, and then the woman comes up. And here's Modi for some levity. Uh, that's what I follow. So... So, yes, it burns your heart, but you cannot take everyone. You have yeah. to see it as a working opportunity. And you give it to them. Yeah. And you give it to them 100%. And you know. And there's an energy behind it, by the way, when you're doing an event for a charity. I, I've noticed that. Now that I'm producing my own shows, like it's just me and a the theater and there's no charity behind it. There's, I, I've noticed a difference. What, I, what what I don't know what it is. There's something when you're doing an event raising money for a cause. There's something different than when you're just doing a show show. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm still working on that, but it's it's a thing. I'm doing an event tonight. The Bald Fest is for Haitian earthquake relief. So yesterday I met a guy from Haiti. I've had a couple organizations from like Haiti. I don't know like which one to trust. I haven't picked one yet. And all I do know is that. I feel comfortable. I, I don't know. I'm excited that I'm actually giving because I usually like play the events, like you said. And there is a certain energy. Like last night was a gala. Elon hosted this, you know, gala, and you see all these people. It's an interesting. It's an interesting world that is very unique to the Jewish world. I philanthropy. Don't, I don't, the Jewish philanthropy is is its own intrinsic bubble. And I don't know if that exists in the Christian world or the Muslim world or, you know what I'm saying, the, the Buddhist world. 
Uh, I don't know if it exists. I'm sure they have their events to raise money for their organization. I don't know if they bring comedians, though. That's what I, I know. Yeah, I know it they is bring, true. They like bring them. like a survivor of like a fire, and um, and then they're like, and here's Modi. Yeah, and and they, I, I do realize that they'll be like, um, you know, this guy uh, survived a terror attack, and the uh, kosher dill is gonna do a rap now. I'll, I'll, <laughs> tell, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. I I I once did when when nine eleven twenty years ago. It was the anniversary um, just now, but we did this event in downtown Tribeca. It was sponsored by. Um, by Robert De Niro's uh, film company and his and, uh, and uh, his partner um, Ro- Ro- Rosenberg, I forgot the wife's the, the woman's name, but also his. And they had they wanted to. It was weird. It was a big audience. It was outdoors. They had Robert De Niro's up there. This and they brought this woman, who at the time you know they were going through all the the rubble. And they were finding things of personal, and they found this woman's husband's fire hat. He was a fireman, and they found his hat. Oh my god! And she came on with a with a with a um, with a Gap bag. I remember she walked on with a Gap bag, and she said, "My hu- they introduced her as a wife of a of a fireman, and uh, she just she didn't even know what to say. She just pulled this out, and it was his hat. They found his hat yesterday." I'm following her. Oh my! I'm following her, yeah. and it's like I didn't. I said to the woman, "I go, I'm not going on." <laughs> and she said, "Yes, okay, you are. You don't have to go on." You did it was, anyway. Yeah, you're like um, it's too big of a crowd. I can't turn this thing. <laughs> I'll never get the gym perform in front of Robert De Niro again. <laughs> I actually had two friends that performed in front of Robert De Niro, and both bombed um, hard. I performed. Uh, I'll top that. I went to my. Someone said, "Kosha, like I need a good publicist." I'm like, "You don't want to use my publicist. That woman was horrible." And then she she died from cancer. I found out like the next day because I ha- wasn't in touch with her. Rest in peace, Nadine. I've been in a lot of rest in pieces during this thing. I also rest in peace to Tupac. Today's day, Tupac died. It is. Oh. Yeah. Um, Z- Zuchar and Levracha. Yeah, yeah. He was the best. Blessed memory. So um, I went to Nadine's funeral, which was at like the house of this guy in Malibu from Vice. She was highly like she was involved with Vice a few years ago, like when it started. And uh, they're like, "Who's who worked with Nadine has something to say?" And they're like, uh, "Kosha, get up there and say something." And they're like, "Rap for us, rap for us." And you're like, "Am I gonna fucking rap at a funeral?" And I said, "Nadine, this rap is." Gonna be for you because you're extremely beautiful, and I promised you I will not promote myself and my music at your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and people lost it; they fell out, and it was really funny. And I ended up getting a big article in Billboard for that for months, like about something different, not because of that. But I was like, "Yep, yeah, I performed at a funeral, and that that, by ch- the way, that if, changes you." <laughs> no, no, I, I've I've done very well at funerals, by the way. <laughs> When comedians when comedians pass away, and the other comedians speak, it's usually the funny. One of the funniest, I think, funeral was Patrice O'Neill's funeral. Oh, wow. I'm the sure. The comics went up there, and they were roasting each other, roasting him. It was one of the funniest things I'd ever been to. Um, mm. But humor says funeral, man. I just. And I'm infamous for promoting myself, so people are like, "I can't believe he's doing. He did it. He did it. He did it. He did it." You know I would I mean? write there and hold up a big sign, <laughs> Modi underscore live on Instagram, <laughs> with a no problem. Um, um, 
Now, tshuva, you, uh, uh, when I was reading your bio, the word tshuva is in there a lot. Really? No? Yes. No. Repentance? Yes. I would never write that yes. word in yes, the bio. Yes, it is. It's it on, is. It is. On you what? Said, on your website, it says that when, before you got sober, you never used, like you never associated with being Jewish, and then you... It didn't got, say the word tshuva, though, right? It did. It, it did? did. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was part of the Jewish programming section. Okay, good. I'm just like I have to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Why it's good? No, okay, okay, good, good, good. So, oh, yeah. So, so what about it? I don't know. Are you, is that like a thing? I, I guess it's not. I guess it's not your main. Uh, well, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I want, is, oh, yeah, I want yeah. to speak at Jewish schools. Um, I want to figure out how can I perform. I want people to ultimately get to my music. That's what I personally want. I want you to hear my songs, right. but you want to hear my story, no, I, or maybe I, my rap class, or whatever I could do to ultimately get you to that. So I use my experience and all my programs to sort of get people to know who I am, to fall in fall in love with me because I feel like my message will help them ultimately. So I have a couple of things. I got choice A, which is, you know, how to become a Jewish rapper in 45 minutes. That's a quick one. I have B, um, take your drug addict to school day at synagogue, you know, right. that's C. Or C, do a rap concert. And C, they don't know how to produce rap shows because they're, syn- you know what I'm saying, or right. Hillel or whatever, um, or Chabad, you know, Chabad. But, um, you know, where all these organizations, and they Pick one, and hopefully we get to the. I just did a show with a Jewish rapper, Nissim Black. Me too. We we did a show. We did a show together in uh, Deal, New Jersey. Yeah. I went on and did comedy. He did uh, rapping, and it was they got it. It was fun. I asked and see, we just started, I'm doing some, we're doing like a little Hanukkah tour. So we're going like Boston, New York, a couple places I think, and uh, he, I'm just, I always because I'm like, I'd known Nissim before he was uh, Jewish. Really? Like I knew him 2008, and he's like a dope rapper. And I'm like, bro, you ever think like you're rapping and they're just like a bunch of just people sitting down and they're like in the wrong place. You're like, this is a supermarket. What do we do here? And you're like, well, you have to buy the food, guys. You have to go and take the food. You have to bring it to the aisle. So we're teaching. Okay, now wave your hands. Like, okay, this. All right, we're at, we're at a rap show. Let's do it. You know. No, there's an energy in a, in a rap a, performance. It's and, a show you how everyone yeah. has to stand up. You know. Yeah. And that's the one thing that the Jewish community misses is that they don't. They're not part of hip hop culture. They're not. They're not at show culture. They're not at comedy culture. It's a very vague statement you just made. There are. There are. There are. But Nissan Black is huge in the Jewish. Yes, but I'm talking about the fans. So, like, from the religious community, they're not like at a show where everyone's sort of part of the. They're not like like the Comedy Cellar is different than a Modi or Elon Gold show, for instance. It's just like it's like a different scene. You know what I mean? So people understand the culture of it. So like a hip hop show was a DJ on turntables and people up in the front. Everyone's vibing. So it's just like a concert crowd. So it's. It's like our, my dream is to mesh all these worlds together into one where they all like this. And that's what Baldfest is sort of sort of doing for me. It's just been my, being my big gem. So I'm getting messages from all the communities, which is ultimately my dream. And when you say bald, bald as in no hair. Yeah, bald. Yeah. Bald. Bald. Right. You could, st- you could still go. Me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyone's. Well, we that don't discriminate. Nice, that was. It's very. Nice. No, you could, I mean, we oh. don't discriminate. It's a big part. If you look at Bald on the Reddit page, they're like, we don't discriminate against people with hair. Like, we were very kind to them. We don't judge anyone. That's amazing. <laughs> um, Bald is says. Pr- is is uh, uh, Prince w- w- William coming? I mean. I'm hoping Larry David just like, or Bill Murray just randomly shows up or something. Like I'm like envisioning it and I'm like, I know someone's going to come and they're just going to be like, everyone's going to be like, holy shit, bro, look who just walked into Bald Fest, you know? And you're like, who? 
and you're Larry like, David. you're like pit bulls here. <laughs> wow, <laughs> pit bull. Yeah, you know, or yeah, or The Rock. The Rock is here, guys. The Rock, and just, and then the whole just internet breaks. Some people just look good bald, and some people look like they're just in stage four of chemo. It's it's <laughs> a lot of people with alopecia and like like contacted me to perform. Oh really? Like this is like this is really meaningful to me. And I'm like, oh god! Like, so maybe some people will be crying tonight. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we have bald. I have all this great stuff. We're having a bald mitzvah, pitbull impersonator what, contest. What goes on at the bald mitzvah? What do you? What is the? Um, it's just you know, it's just like the having a gila in the chair, <laughs> and you know, the bald. I'm gonna have bald fest yarmulkes. I didn't get them made yet, but I have some yam yarmulkes. So people, you know, not it's everyone's tonight. It's tonight. Not so everyone's how are you gonna get the yarmulkes made tonight. I just have regular yarmulkes and just you know, go to autograph them or whatever. I gotcha. Yeah, okay. just, you know, DIY. Um, what else do we have that is special? Well, we have all bald DJ, bald DJ spinning all bald hits. So like music from only bald acts, Onyx, um, <laughs> Right Said Fred, um, Moby. Mo- Mo- yeah, Moby. Exactly. Um, just you know Hulk Hogan's old mixtape. Um, you know. <laughs> so and uh, um, and then like what I think do I have this one guy supposed to do bald, a bald baking demo? Um, we have. Yeah, the bald mitzvah is going to be good. And then we have bald trivia, bald trivia with this dude, New York Nico. He's like a really big uh, documentarian of New York City. He's like the unofficial talent scout. So we're just doing bald trivia. That's amazing. Yeah, boss. There's a lot of bald facts out there. And besides bald, what, what else do you have coming up? Like, what were the shows like? I mean, that's it. I mean, this is the biggest one. I mean, I did the Bottle Rock Fest in Napa. So I, I played with like, I played with the village people. I met, I mean, Casey Elephant in Portugal, the man, Mondo Cosmos, tons of amazing bands. That's like where I want to be. But the, the reality is Bald Fest has become so massive that I'm sending it to other festivals and like real festivals. Not to say the Bald Festival isn't a real festival. But they're all getting interested. And Warren G, you know, from, you know, I don't know if you guys, Warren G Regulator is mounted up. Like, he, you know Warren G? No. No? Okay. Warren G's hip-hop legend, West Coast legend, and he's bald. And so now I'm trying to take Bald Fest, like, on a little tour and get um, Karamo's company, uh, Mantle.com. Some, like, it's like a bald. Wow, they, you they just reached out. everything. They they literally reached out to me. This, this guy's hosting the Met Gala. Do you know Alvin Fried and Mordechai Ben David? That's what my audience knows. They, they know them. Uh, they, they, they might know who you're talking about, too. But Anyways, there are, there are a lot, lot of, of bald acts that could sell a ton of tickets and just the, the building the bald festival name. That's and amazing. People, all, it's really big in the UK because, like, Lad Bible posted it and the independent there and are a lot of great these... bald comics too yes a lot of there them really I, are. I, I reached out to George jeff Carlin ross was jeff ross, ross. Yeah. i was like jeff please jim norton please please, great. please. would you and also, tell there's a guy doing a comedy tonight and he's shaving his head on stage because oh, wow. i said if you do the if you shave your head i'll let you play <laughs> and, uh, a comic yeah who because it free entry this kid steven he's a psych i like a local comics okay. no one's about this the talent tonight isn't Tonight is more the spectacle okay. and to see who knows what's going to happen at Bald Fest, you know. But we do have bald head painting there also. Oh, there's a bald puppet show. I have oh a guy God. who's doing his Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I found this guy in the park, and I'm really excited about him. And it's like he has like the puppets are going to eat another guy's hair. The, okay. It's like this whole little thing. I figured the puppet would go, I'm not only a client, I'm also the president. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so... Okay, what, what what do you think about regular Jewish music? Like, 
the Avon Fried and Morchai Ben David's and Shwekis and all I, that. Do you connect I, to that music? I like uh, I like it. Um, I would say that I really like old Jewish music, klezmer. Like I feel like they're too popular. I want to go deeper. Like into like the realms of Spotify with like 500 plays of like other like offsprings of them that are even more because I know who those guys are. Right. But there's people that are even smaller than them. Yes. And just, you know, weird like some guy was still living in Uman making Jewish music. And and I want to find those people like I love to dig deep, you know, what I mean, because I know those people exist. Um, but I think it's great. You know, I appreciate it all. I, I before I became full time rapper, like I was like working in Lakewood, uh, you know, as like a waiter and stuff, and like all the kosher catering and stuff. And that was like my first introduction, like oh five, oh six, to see like kosher wedding bands in like Lakewood, New Jersey. And they have a pop. They 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 get going. So my brother is actually teaches fighting to this community. So I think it's even he teaches. He's like IDF special forces and a marine teaching. Wow. Krav Maga. All Krav that Maga stuff. to yeah. Jews how to fight. Yeah. Alun Evanes Shomer three sixty Krav Maga. He's crazy. He's a train killer with a yarmulke. Amazing. <laughs> what um train killer the yarmulke. That's the IDF. Um. But no, I loved I loved that Jewish music. I um, I love cantorial singing. I love Avon Fries, Mordechai Ben David, the Shwekis. Moshe Band is like my yeah, thing. Yeah, Moshe Band's amazing. I did a I was on an uh, I was on this show that was called The Jewish Star, and they were looking oh, for yeah. different talent. It was it was a hot <laughs> mess, but that's when I connected I love with him. I do you do those kosher like cruises for like Passover? That's my dream. I'm like I want to play a nice Passover well, cruise in Jamaica. I, I was just telling uh, Perry before. Me on those. I was on. on the Passover to, uh, on the Passover <laughs> programs. You know yes. they have to have those days in the intermediary days. What are they called? Cholamoid. Cholamoid. Yeah. Yes. So they get a comedian. But what one year I did a show the night There's before me was Matasiau. Yeah. Yeah. No. They. It's. It's there. Put it out there that you do the show. I do it. Oh, actually, I'm gonna put this out there. I own the Instagram account for Passover. What do you mean you That's mine. If you ever you Passover, I'll follow you from it. Yeah, I own Passover, so if we should blow it up, you know. Passover. So, that's your Instagram. You yeah. bought. You you you. Yeah, you I run it. it. Yeah, you yeah, run yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like you know. So you're in charge of Passover. Exactly. That's so, amazing. Kosher so is in charge of Passover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my boy Reed. Yeah, it's like certain things like that. You like should get I, the one called Kosher for Passover. No, nah, just Passover. Uh -huh. it's, 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 you know, it's a bigger site. You know, It's a bigger reach. Mm -hmm. But a lot of Christian people were tagging me in, and I was getting pissed. I was like, fake, fake news. <laughs> comments and back. Why are the Christians looking at you so Because they're just tagging Passover. Like, okay. they're just, because they're, they, you know, they, a lot of there's a lot of Christian Passover things. You know, people. Everyone's trying to get their Passover, message out there, yeah. Passover shelf. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, is, anyways, it, come on. I, I think it's amazing that you're doing all this stuff and the, and there's a Jewish flavor behind it. And uh, what, only I could tell anybody that's in any entertainment or singing or comedy, embrace it. Don't hide from it. Don't hide. Don't hide. Uh, Moses. Bad with boy, the, bad Mo boy. What you gonna do? What Moses with the bars. I mean, this is just... They love it. People who aren't Jewish love people, this stuff. Someone came out to me the other day, 22-year-old kid. He's like, yo, you, you're Moses, right? That's awesome. I was like, that's fucking right, I'm Moses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you um, want to ask um, 
Our seminal question. Our seminal question. Just wrap this up. I always yeah, ask. Yeah, and I see, I see her eyes. Well, I, I, no, no, no. I have to be on the clock. On the clock. I just, okay. I always ask the guests, um, who's your rabbi? Like, it doesn't need to be a rabbi, as you know. It could just be somebody who's your spiritual, who's the person you look up to, or you would Ooh. go to a question. And it could be a rabbi. It could be a rapper. Who's mm. your, who's your rabbi? Who's your teacher? Who's your mentor? Well. I don't have a mentor, unfortunately. So shout out to anyone who wants to be my mentor. <laughs> uh, I'll, be, I'll be your mentor. I love my, I love my brothers. Uh, yeah, no, and I, I'll take you. But I, I think you know a lot, and I think we have really similar stories. I want to give a shout out to the one of my real rabbis, Rabbi Yona Bookstein, out in, out in Cali, um, who has been very uh, helpful to me in so many different ways. Um, then I would say my brother Alun and Zach, who both are just different one's like barely Jewish, one's ultra Jewish party. And um, I would say one of my friends growing up, we used to call him Rabbi Madfly. And this guy was like, all his actions were the complete opposite of, of a rabbi. Uh, <laughs> since we're growing up, you would, we, we, were, we were the opposite of what rabbis would do. Um, but I think all that stuff combined, you know, for a real rabbi, the hood rabbi, uh, you know, street rabbis, yeah, man, it just kind of makes up the story of life. And then that, you know, you sort of guides you through to the next step. I'm 40 now, so I have to look at things a lot differently. I take things different. I'm still single. You know what I mean? You take, you didn't think like, oh, man, I'll be this age. At one point, I didn't think I'd make it to 30. Well, you know no, what I'm yeah. saying? Where I was headed, um, I was surprised I was even alive. Then you get to a certain point, you're like so successful. And then to other people, but then in your own success, you're, you've achieved nothing, you know? In your head. No, yeah, but you, you to be proud of what you did and look forward to what you're going to do. Yeah. I have this bracelet someone gave to me. I want to share it with you. And it says, make make yesterday jealous. I was performing at wow. this Bottle Rock Festival the week before I was rapping on the street. Then I got a call to open up for Guns N' Roses. In the yellow go, suit. In the yellow suit. And someone came up to me and put this on, on me. And I said, wow, make yesterday jealous. I said, that is very deep. And I don't know. I just want to share it with other people because it, it's kind of like, Whatever I do yesterday was whatever, because, you know, we got luck tomorrow, you know. But tonight, Bald Fest, tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows? You, you, you got to make Bald Fest jealous. <laughs> yeah, so you got to so make do, Bald Fest. Full, yeah. full of hair fest yeah. the next week. Hairless for Haiti. We're doing all the things. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am going to be doing the, the future Nassim Black, a uh, little Hanukkah dates with him, which is Amazing. really exciting. And, you know, I'll be performing at your shows now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hopefully I'll get a, get a bo big booking agent, you know, UTA, CAA, one of those places. So shout out to any of your interns that are about to get fired and want to come <laughs> play for me. Just kidding. No, come on. Uh, no, seriously. No, stop kidding. I'm, I'm you never know who You never know. You never know. Who, you never know. And the booking doesn't need to come from a huge agent. It could be somebody that just like, hey, let's put together a show. and Let's do it. And before you know it, they organize it and, and it happens. Yeah, and th and those shows are usually the best. They're usually the um, best. I and how do people find out about you? Let's, let's get your info. Yeah, what, what? Kosha Deals is everything. K-O-S-H-A-D-I-L-L-Z. Um, KoshaDealsWorld.com is the website. And, you know, follow it on Spotify. That helps us out a lot as music. So our music is just in your ecosystem. And I would just suggest to anyone hearing me on this podcast, take a deep dive into my music. And then you can learn more about me through my music. I've made music for over, you know, 12 years. I have all that music on there. And people just want to talk to you. I said, why don't you just, lit, like, go digest something, you know? Yeah. People, 
want you to tell them a joke and meet you and say, tell me a joke. And so, you know, you have to, you, it's up to them. You have to invest, come to a show, see you live. Every show's different, you know, right. and we've been working this our whole lives. So I would just, I would love to hear from you too. You know, if you're out there listening, message me and, and hit a bald festival. Bald festival is going to be, be the biggest thing in the world, uh, the baldest thing in the world. And, um, whether you got hair or no hair, get up over here. Yep. You know what I'm <laughs> And you're at? I'm at Periel Ashen Brands on Instagram. Followed. Followed. <laughs> Already. Um, I'm Modi underscore live on Instagram and ModiLive.com. And uh, the cameos have been coming in a lot. Ooh. And I hope you guys are loving them. I love doing them. I, I got, come I on as cameo. Yoli and oh. Nir. And I, I, I love my cameos. And they get shared. And people send it back to me. It's oh. so much fun. I, I love, I freestyle for people on mine. So cameo.com so, so slash cameo Yeah. Cameo.com slash But order the web. Order it on the web because then we get more money that way. Yes, please. Yeah, don't do bit, it on your phone. Don't be lazy. Insane, but I'm, I'm always afraid to tell them to do that because then I feel like Apple will cut me off or something. No, I don't know. I, my buddy is one of the, like, the main guys at Cameo. And I was, I told him about Bald Fest. I told him about, you know, what I'm rapping for people. And he's like, this is the most epic thing ever. Cameo, just in case people don't know, it's it's a way to get a video of of me or Yoeli or Nir or Kosha Dills and uh, or Moses you, with you the bars. You send it to a friend. You send it to a friend. It's amazing if you forget to buy a gift for somebody and they know the characters, they know me, or you can tell information like a roast information about them. It's I love my cameos. They're love great. them. They're great. And um, and that's it. So I have some shows coming up uh, in. Um, in Houston, in uh, Long Island, in uh, Port Washington, mm. and in Skokie, Ooh. and and Fort Lauderdale. Those shows are uh, are the tickets are live for that. And then I have uh, the Christmas show, uh, Christmas Day show in City Winery, and I have um, uh, the West Side Comedy Club uh, coming up. All of that is available on the in the link in my bio and. I hope to see all of you there. And anything else, just say goodbye. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. Yeah. Gamar Chati Hope you are inscribed in the book of deals. The book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Peace. <laughs>